You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, we're half right. Chris Atterbury's here. That's me. Paul Molitor is here, and that's the most important part of our group. Jack uh, Morris is uh, trying to figure out how to wind his way back from Williston, North Dakota. If anybody could figure out how to get back, I would think it would be Jack by maybe a canoe or a plane or he could hike, maybe a a mule train, something like that. Well, we all know he's resourceful. (laughs) He he was on the mound, that's for sure. (laughs) He is a very resourceful guy. So hopefully Jackson will be back with us next week. In the meantime, this is the Paul Molitor Show brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Uh, And, Paul, it has been, to say the least, an interesting week. I mean, it has... Truly been uh, an up-and-down week, which is baseball. Uh, but just when things kind of start to level out and you kind of got a feel for your, your club and how things are going, in this case, the, the, the weather, the, the Mother Nature really threw a wrinkle in everyone's plans. And obviously that's part of the game. Every team has to deal with it. But uh, have you seen this dramatic of a swing from that 5-0 lead and the storms coming to what happened in the doubleheader in, in your recent years? Uh, I've I've been a part of those type of scenarios in the past, and I, I think you're right, Chris. That we we have uh, you know found a way to uh, you know do better in terms of staying with games and 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 winning winning some here in the past month or so. Uh, but every once in a while, some things come your way, and and you have to face a little extra adversity. Uh, the circumstances surrounding the five nothing game with Irvin on the mound and the rain, uh, those things are going to happen, and it's unfortunate when you have to come back and and uh, and get get beat up through the course of a doubleheader, and it takes a toll on your pitching staff. But you know, I think it's good for guys to experience that that things aren't always going to be handed to you, and sometimes you got to adjust. Uh, it just worked out where the, it was costly for our team and, and, and that we had our best pitcher on the mound and, and we lost a start basically from him. But you got to keep pushing forward. That's that's part of the, the hand that you're dealt. And, you know, we lost four games in a row, and we hadn't done that for a while. So we, we stayed with it. We came back. We, we played well last night. It all started with our starting pitching with Duff having a good night. And uh, a chance to win a series today on a beautiful Sunday here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the, the chance that you're looking for. You mentioned Santana, and I do want to talk about Irvin because, again, his start was cut short. He was pitching well yet again. He has really leveled off to the point where every five days you must have a great sense of comfort knowing you're going to write his name into the lineup. Well, the odds are fairly high that you're going to get an outing that's going to give you a chance. And the way he's been able to... Uh, you know, minimize pitch counts and get deep into a games. It's it's been a welcome relief when we get to that part of the rotation. There's no guarantees, and there's going to be some hiccups. It's just uh, inevitable that even the most consistent people have those days. But um, as of late, he's really figured some things out. A little bit up and down the first half. Um, I know he ironed out some mechanical things, and he thought about his process of pitches and how he was using his pitches. And it's just led to a more consistent Irvin, which we've seen in the past, but it's been really nice for us here to have it over the past 
four to six weeks. Yeah, and he's been very efficient. Uh, there, there's some fuzzy parts of the game that people like to write about, talk about, speculate about, but then no one really knows unless you're, you're in a clubhouse. And leadership is one of those things. And Irvin's a veteran guy, and he's had success. So he's also a, a very gregarious guy. And so people uh, would wonder, okay, what is his role in terms of mentoring other players? Usually it's either pitchers or maybe it's with the young Latin guys. Sure. You've got a, a great young core of young Latin players, a lot of them position player guys, and sometimes that crossover to pitching doesn't always work. But is Irvin uh, that guy in the clubhouse for some of these young youngsters who may be looking for someone to lean on? Well, it's it's a little bit you know ironic that last winter we talked a lot about leadership in the clubhouse and the transition with Torrey's departure, and his name wasn't mentioned a lot. You know, it was more the position players that might step up, but he's gone about his business here uh, in in that fashion. A little a little bit quiet. He sits back. You know, he watches uh, probably a little more intently than people know. He's very professional about his own uh, routine and regimen, but. Uh, there's no question. You know, I see him in spring training, talk to some of the younger pitchers, particularly some of our Latin guys. Him and Jose have a really good relationship. Uh, yesterday, they both had a bullpen, and they watched each other, and they talked, and, and uh, they worked on, on some things. And uh, Jose is a, is a young guy who's matured a lot, but he's still very open to understanding he needs to figure some things out and do better. And there's not a better guy in our clubhouse, especially from uh, a player's perspective or a pitcher's perspective, that can do that better than Irvin. Good stuff. Manager Paul Molitor in studio. We are just getting started. If you'd like to join, uh, 877-388-9467, 877-38-TWINS is the number to use. We'll come back. We'll talk more about quite a run for Mr. Brian Dozier, who hit a milestone yesterday, and a whole lot more on your home for Twins Baseball. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Love streaming TV shows and movies? You'll love CenturyLink high-speed internet. It's got powerful in-home Wi-Fi to connect all of your devices for one low price. It's so much entertainment, you might start talking like a Hollywood insider. Well, I mean, of course I need my manager and agent, driver, and chef. What am I, camping? Just don't go to Hollywood. Call 855-907-FAST or visit CenturyLink.com. Service not available everywhere. Contact CenturyLink for details. This game day run sponsored by Target, official fan of the fans. Judy grabs a new jersey and she's off, rounding the aisles, and oh, the jersey goes flying off the hanger, straight over the head of her son, Michael. Michael runs back through the racks, dodging tees and hats. Back, back, back. The jersey's headed right to the wall. And he has it. What a catch! This is just what the Harris family needed. Make your game day run a Target run with Fan Central. Only at Target at Target.com. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. 
If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to MNEYE.com. For your eyes, do what the twins do and see Minnesota Eye. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Sometimes the Paul Molitor Show gets in the way of the uh, Paul Molitor conversations here but in studio. Ben waves us back in to the conversation. It's the Paul Molitor Show brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created, legends are made. I think they're telling me I should pay attention to the producers over there. They got us outnumbered. Sorry to distract you there. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Brian Dozier hits number 100 last night, and uh, you know he lost one to the to the rainout as well. But it's not just the home runs. He has been the team's best player since some switch happened, some transformation happened. And whether you want to focus on where he's hitting the ball or how he's swinging, Brian Dozier's consistent offense in all facets, including the power, the continued defense, has to be fun for you to watch and see as a manager and his continued development as a player. Well, a couple thoughts on that. Uh, it has been uh, really enjoyable to, uh, to sit back and watch him perform. It's been a, a tremendous run. Uh, a complete turnaround from what he had to endure the first uh, roughly two months of the season. And, you know, I, I think that even now that he's got a little time under his belt, you know, he's still learning about how to use the skill set that he has. You know, the home runs kind of start coming on. It wasn't really part of his game in the minor leagues. It's maybe a small part. But, uh, you know, a couple of years ago he walked nearly 90 times when he got a chance to lead off, and he mixed in some power, and then he started realizing he had power, and then he started looking to hit for power. And it's just uh, slowly figuring some things out. You know, I read his comments uh I think in an article the other day about how he had that session back here with Bruno and May and and just kind of tried to get back to understanding that it's not something that he has to force in terms of when he hits home runs. We all like it when he looks for pitches to drive because he has the ability to do that. His extra base numbers are, uh, are amongst league leaders, not only with the homers but the doubles and everything else that he can do. And you just see a calmer Brian Dozier in the box. Uh, every once in a while he'll get sped up. But for the most part, I think he slowed the game down understands that that doesn't have to be his foremost thought is to try to hit a home run. And as he's been able to do that, the home runs have kept coming, but a, a lot more consistent performance in terms of getting hits and getting on base. Is, is that the key, not just for Brian, but for all big leaguers, where you get there and you got there because you did a certain thing well maybe, and then starting to understand how to add to your game without sacrificing, maybe just picking the spots better? I, I think you do learn that, Chris, is in how to uh, – Play the game according to the situation. I think, it, you know, being in player development for a long time, I spent a lot of time talking to people about trying to get them to have a little bit bigger vision than their little small role in a game. Um, see how the game's playing. See, you know, how guys are pitching. When you can drive a pitcher's pitch count up. When you need to get on base as a priority of trying to maybe hit an extra base hit. And uh, it just takes time for guys to understand that. But, you know, Brian... You know, as far as his ability to do all those things are, are very high. And when he gets going like he has been here the last couple months, it's a huge part of what you do collectively. And you hope people are paying attention because we got some young guys that are still trying to figure some of those things out. One of your young infielders, uh, Miguel Sano, and this came up in your conversation with Corey yesterday about his elbow yes. uh, kind of hurting him a little bit. What, what What is the status in that? And for folks who maybe missed our pregame line of card yesterday, sure. could you kind of update us? Well, I, I think it was the end of the road trip where he uh, came forward and said that he's been battling a little bit of a tender elbow. And it gets your attention because he's had the Tommy John and, and those type of things. And, uh, 
you know, we've been monitoring it. We've been treating it. And, um, you know, I think he's improving slightly. He went out and threw a little bit yesterday. And because of the fact that I have some versatility, I haven't had to force him to get back out there on the defensive side. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that between improvement from even yesterday to today and the off day tomorrow that uh, he'll be back on track to play some defense here. I don't want him to get too settled into that DH role. We have other people can do that. It's helpful to use it for Joe and for Trevor and for Kenny and different people. So uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a long-term problem. We don't, we don't think there's anything structural and anything like that. It's just kind of one of those things you go through a little bit of a so, little soreness period sometimes during the year. And obviously not affecting how he swings a bat. No, I think he's fine swinging. He's actually had a fairly good run here. Uh, you know, patience. Strikeouts are, are going to be a part of his game, and we're ready, we're, we're ready and prepared to endure that. Uh, but he's an impact guy, and he continues to be that in our offense. All right, Paul Molitor and the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created, legends are made. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment on Home for Twins Baseball. Throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care about your boss making you stay late, the rent you haven't paid yet, and your dog's weird limp. Because tonight, party people, you're at a Twins game, and it's going off. Dozier just danced his way to a double. That Rosario triple had kids grooving on the beaches in Puerto Rico, and you're about to get down with stone-cold buds because the Twins are your ticket to the best times ever and your ticket to summer. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah, forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Two kids can receive $5 off a U.S. Bank Home Run Porch View or Home Play View ticket with the purchase of one adult ticket in the same section on Sunday, Super America Not Whole Kids Day. Coupons available exclusively at Super America locations. Psst, it's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. This is the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created, legends are made. Paul Molitor in studio. The Kansas City Royals and Ned Yost are down the hallway. And a chance to win a series here today. They'll have Edinson Volquez on the mound. You'll have Hector Santiago on the mound. He's one of the the new additions to this club. And you guys have been playing a little uh, roulette in the bullpen of late uh, in terms of Mm -hmm. some some different uh, bodies. Uh, Talk about Santiago and, and... 
changing teams is not easy. I mean, we expect guys to just drop right in, change their laundry, and they're the same guy. But, I mean, you're – it is a major a major upheaval in your work routine when you change clothes. There's definitely a transition, and I'm sure it's uh, uh, a, a little bit different for a position player than a, a starting pitcher. And, you know, when it happens, maybe a little bit unsuspectedly, you know, you have to kind of do all the logistical things which involve uh, the move itself and take care of family and housing and all those things that come with it. But uh, as a starting pitcher, you come in and you got a new pitching coach and a bullpen coach and a couple of catchers that you have to get comfortable with. But I'll tell you that Hector is uh, a first-class individual. He's a welcome addition to our organization. Uh, I think his first start, um, you know, it was you could see some of those uh, side effect things uh, in place. Uh, last time, a lot better. I know that he's been working on a couple things that Neil and Eddie have seen it's not like you want to change a guy dramatically when you first get your eyes on him, but you can start to build towards something that hopefully will be better. His M.O. has always been. His stuff is good. Uh, command, a little bit shaky in terms of that he throws a lot of pitches and has trouble getting deep in game. So we're just trying to make him a little more efficient. But I've liked everything about him so far, uh, how he's fit into our clubhouse, um, his, his desire to compete and help us win and get this thing going. So, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to watch him pitch today. He'll face a Royals team that you guys hadn't seen since late May. And right when they got here was when Moustakis went down, Gordon mm-hmm. went down. It's a different club than we've seen in the last couple of years. But one thing is evident, Paul, the younger players that they're kind of working in as they come off on the heels of this championship run sure. are very talented. And they bring a speed element to the Royals, which is what has really been the backbone of Royals baseball the last couple of years. It has been their backbone on the offensive side. They uh they grind, and they put balls in play, and they put pressure on defenses. They all seem to be able to run. They really are very high-end in terms of be, being able to pick up on little things that, that help them pick up 90 feet throughout the course of a baseball game. And as you mentioned, you know, the Cuthbarts and the Orlandos and Mondeses and people that we've seen, they are the same mold, and uh, they're tough. Orlando, we've seen a little bit in the past, but he's getting a chance to play more regularly. He's been impressive on defense. He's swinging the bat extremely well, right-handed, left-handed. It doesn't seem to matter. And when they get, when they get on there, um, they have our attention. We're trying to find ways to get our pitchers to understand the importance of the balance of being able to contain the running game and still execute pitches. So they put a lot of pressure on you for sure. Hearing you describe the Royals sounds very familiar because we spent the, the caravan together before your yes. first season. People ask you how you like to play, and all of those things came into to, to play. Uh, athleticism, defense. Uh, little things to pick up 90 feet, grinding. Uh, it sounds like when you describe the way the Royals are playing, they, they do a lot of things the way you feel uh, are conducive to winning baseball. Well, I think it's a style that uh, that, that really plays day in and day out. Uh, we've had a nice run of power, and we talk a lot about trying to make sure we're doing other things well so when the home runs aren't there as consistently as they've, as they've been for us that you find ways to generate and put pressure and we have some athletic guys. I, I think that we're learning how to take better at bats according to the type of players that we are. So we have chances to get on base. You know, we have a lot of our young guys from, you know, you could go from Rosie and Danny Santana and Polanco and Escobar and all these guys that are learning that, yes, getting on base any way, shape, or form is, is helpful to your team. And, and it's a work in progress, but we're trying to get those guys headed in the right direction. Yeah, the other, on that note, Paul, the first two games of this series, we always talk about starting pitching really being the uh, the thing that separates. But the team that's played the better defense has won each of the first two 
two games. Uh, in game one, you guys had a couple of, uh, of balls that, that maybe you didn't make plays on or threw away. Orlando made a couple of great plays. Escobar is typical great play at shortstop. Yesterday was your club that turned in some big defensive plays and ended up on top. We did, and uh, you're right. The, the first game, Orlando's a couple of those catches that he made, and Escobar at shortstop for them made a really nice play. Um, last night, uh, we were able to turn that a little bit. We had a couple of miscues um, late, you know, Presley coming off the mound and, and peeking at the runner before he fielded the ball. And Polanco, I don't think he got a good grip on that last play there in the ninth inning, uh, extended their chance to get back in the game. But, uh, yes, you know, we're, we're, we work on defense. We do a lot in spring training. It hasn't really shown up consistently. Our errors are... I, uh, I think we're leading the league in, in the amount of errors, which is, is concerning. But uh, making plays and playing defense, protecting your starting pitching, it, it all has a ripple effect on how you're going to go about your job and how you can protect your bullpen. And that uh, starter will be Hector Santiago opposite Edinson Volquez today. We'll step aside, come back for our final segment, maybe step away from the diamond a little bit here on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Continental Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. Let's take it to the field now for some fan reaction, Bob. Thanks, guys. Win or lose, fans agree. You can't beat the great taste of Coop's original yellow mustard. Isn't that right? You're not kidding. There's nothing better than a hot dog at the ballpark, and there's nothing better on a dog than Coop's yellow mustard. It's smooth and mellow with just the right bite. Yeah, Coop's is the game MVP for sure. At the ballpark or at home, no one feels a better team of mustards than Coop's. That's Coop's with a K. Head to your nearest Cub Foods and pick up some Coop's mustard today. Don't let a sports injury keep you from achieving your goals. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center's leading orthopedic surgeons treat athletes of all ages and abilities, including professional athletes from around the world, using minimally invasive techniques that reduce pain and speed recovery. It's sports medicine designed by Mayo Clinic experts. Make your appointment today at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Traditional glass bottles and six-packs or by the case, or the go-anywhere, chill-instantly, non-breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get-together. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Toby Keith is live at Treasure Island Resort Casino on August 20th for a special outdoor show. Join the honky-tonk hitmaker out under the stars for some of the best glass racing party anthems country music has to offer. Hear hits like Fear for My Horses, I Love This Bar, Should Have Been a Cowboy, and Red Solo Cup during the island's biggest concert of the summer. Get your tickets through Ticketmaster or visit TICasino.com. Treasure Island Resort and Casino! You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. 
Final segment, Paul Molitor's show. Reminder, we've got a lot coming your way the rest of the day at noon. Corey Probus with Inside Twins. Our pregame lineup cards at 1230 and then baseball between the Twins and the Royals series on the line. And the uh, long-awaited off day tomorrow as the Twins haven't had one of those in a while. Paul, it's uh, it's Olympic season here. We've got the Olympics rolling, a lot of people talking about it. Uh, you are a little busy with your day job, uh, and your schedule yes. keeps you at the ballpark quite a bit, but uh, does the Molitor family uh, tune in and root for the red, white, and blue? You pay a lot of attention to that? Uh, well, obviously, they're, it's a big deal, and uh, you know we watch when we can. I know that... Uh, uh, that my opportunities have been few and far between. <laughs> Although during the rain delay the other night, I got a chance to watch a little bit in our clubhouse. But you have to watch and admire the athleticism and all the events. Uh, <clears throat> my son Ben has surprised me a little bit. He, he, he's been enjoying the water polo of all sports. So, uh, but yes, you know you you, you see what they're doing. Um, you know the record medals. Uh, Twenty. How many did you oh, end up with? Twenty-two. Twenty-three. A lot. Yeah. Uh, so yes, it, it's been fun to watch. There's, there's all, all obviously pride. I had a chance to put on a USA uniform uh, uh, one summer, a long, long time ago, and it's very, very special to have a chance to represent your country. Yeah, and baseball will be back in the Olympics, which I know a lot of folks are excited about, and I know a handful of twins have had a chance to represent the U.S. If you were going to make a run at it in a different sport, what, what, what would Paul Moller? Wow. What would you, what would be your best shot? I mean, you were yeah. great. A basketball player, you were a great baseball player, obviously a fine all-around athlete. Would you, I mean, would you be in riflery based on your old ROTC <laughs> uh, time, diving maybe? Well, I, I, I appreciate using the word great because I'm not sure if that applies. But uh, I, I'm not too good around the water, so uh, it, it, it would be have to be something uh, separate from that. Basketball, obviously, is a sport I have a lot of passion for. Uh, Gymnastics, no. So, yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's a tough one. I'll, I'll just sit back and be a fan. Be a fan? Yeah. No gymnastics right. for you? No, yeah, I don't think you want to see me tumbling what, or anything did, now, like didn't that. didn't you say that you used to at Creighton, you guys would have to, like, jump out of the balcony or do, like, everything? Well, and I, I'm not sure we could get away with it anymore, but we had a balcony <laughs> over our basketball court, and if you were doing things inappropriately in terms of fundamentals in basketball, uh, you know, we had a little drill where you'd have to get up there and jump onto the trampoline mat from the second deck. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that would fly too much these days. Uh, may, they'd probably make it a new sport. That could yeah, be, we could do that, too. That, that could be the, the latest addition uh, uh, to the deal. Uh, off day tomorrow, this point of the year, I think they're really important because you want to be enthused and focused on the finish line, but you also need to have your energy up. Is that a fair statement? This I, I think everyone uh, is, is ready for both physical and mental breaks uh, this time of the year. You know, we all know where we stand in the standings, but we're trying to push and learn and, and get better. Uh, you know, we talked about the other day that, you know, it's an obligation to your profession, to your fans, to go out there and give everything you can have regardless of where you are in the standing. So, but we'll uh, we'll take advantage tomorrow. I'll get a chance to play some interleague baseball on Tuesday down in Atlanta, uh, a city that I've never been to a baseball game in. So that'll be a first for me. We'll get a chance to go down there and hopefully pay back a little bit for what they did to us up here. And uh, back to Kansas City again next weekend. So it should be a good week of baseball. Yeah, it should be a good week of baseball in some towns with some baseball history, obviously. It's amazing to me. You've never been to a baseball game in Atlanta. Never have. Uh, Interleague came in in 97, and we were playing the American League Central. Uh, never got there in postseason. So 
looking forward to getting down there and seeing the Braves in their, in their park that is on their way out. <laughs> yeah, they're, you better catch it while you can. Yeah, they're, they're getting a new park here soon. All right, you'll have to go back and check that one out, too. That's Paul Molitor. I want to thank Paul, as always, for being in studio. The Paul Molitor Show brought to you by Killabrew Roofer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created. Legends are made. A whole lot more coming your way on a full Sunday here across our network. Corey's in at noon. Pre-game lineup card at 1230. Baseball just after one right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Rupier, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.